Hello, everyone. I am Todd Kenrick. I am joined by an illustrious cast, TJ Storm, who is playing Keen the Aladrin, Lauren Urban, who is playing Orkira Eldrex, the Dragonborn. We have Hope Lavelle playing Penelope Halfpint, the Halfling, and also everyone's friend. We also have B. Dave Walters playing also a Halfling, Freely, who is literally a jack of all trades and has probably taken a dip into every single class in D&D or eventually will just four of them four of them just four just four and last but but definitely not least we we have Jen Kretschmer playing Alindra Sarbrand also known as the daughter of Oblivion and this is Beyond Heroes and typically we are a series of one shots that culminate into one large campaign but now we're going to Wildmount. We are taking a dip into another world and I am very excited to do this and hopefully I don't mess it up. <laughs> and so with that, I don't think we have any other announcements, but expect to be terrified players. Uh, <laughs> much is going to ha happen in the next two hours. Uh, let's roll our intro. above on a cliff we find our heroes at this very moment and the ver it, there is a massive storm lightning rain is pounding all of the heroes uh, the, the, the the heroes that we see before us right now the air is choked with fear at this very moment as far below far below this cliff the ocean is just crashing and pounding into the cliff shaking all of these basalt rocks that you are standing on top of. At this very moment, you see Briv Steelmarrow, your noble and somewhat misguided paladin, fighting Lord Soth at this very moment. And he is bruised, he is bloodied, and he looks like he is down to his last breath at this very moment. Before him is a death knight. The Death Knight is clad in all full plate, very intricate armor with the symbol of a rose on his chest, but the armor is completely blackened from some ancient fire. But two glowing orange eyes filled with absolute hatred and also unamusement at this battle glow within the helmet of this Death Knight at this moment. And just as you see the two of them fighting, Lord Soth digs his icy sword right through Briv Stilmero's chest and out his back and pulls it back out again and shoves Briv Stilmero to the side. What do you do? How far away from us is this? Yeah. You are about 30 feet away. Holy crap. Smite Lord Soth. Healing Soth. Hard. Briv! 
and get on soft. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. <sighs> that is a natural 20. <laughs> oh, my God. That's a way to start an episode. No, on this show, when you roll a natural 20, if one of the players do or I do, you enter into chat. If you're in chat right now in Twitch, you are eligible for a legendary bundle. That's all of the D&D books that exist. Did we lose him? I'm stalling. Y'all, I want you Thank to know you. that actually was my halfling luck. <laughs> was it? So, so, yeah. Sorry, we, we lost you for a second there. The last uh, thing you said is all the books that exist. Yeah. Yeah. All it's the such books an epic bundle it made. Exist for fifth, fifth edition. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, Freely, go ahead and start rolling your attack damage. Wait, wait, wait. Did you just say that was your halfling luck? That was my halfling luck. Yes, that was my halfling luck. Oh mm -hmm. my gosh. Was, I, I rolled the one and then I re rolled and it was a 20. Oh, oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> That's the best use of halfling luck I've ever seen. Oh. That's, That's never pretty seen. much exactly what you want, right? Yes. Yeah. All right. I'll. I'll that's the dream. Mm -hmm. All right, I'll I'll get this to I'll get this going, Lee. Or Kira, you've seen many battles, in particular, Keen. You know this is a losing fight. You uh, you're examining the battlefield right now. You, the uh, how 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 narrow this cliff is. This has clearly been an ambush from Lord Soth, the Death Knight, who very often is. The man, the thing that Tiamat or even Tachesis uses to throw out her will into the universe and kill her worst enemies. And she has sent this champion to you. Okira, take him back. See that he does not die this day. I will hold him here for as long as I can. And I summon the glaive to my hand and I stand at a 10 foot reach. I will hold him on this place while she backs him off. I'll okay. dash over to Briv. Is he unconscious or did he do his thing and where he comes back up? He's he completely unconscious. unconscious. He is pale. He is dead. From a distance, can I cast a, a healing word on him? He's dead, dead. Uh, then I'm grabbing one of the diamonds and I'm going to revivify. You're taking one of your spell components and you're running over to Briv? Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, Keen, do we know the damage that you just dealt? What weapon are you using? Tell me exactly how you are doing this. Not to make a pun. For the glaive, I will begin the attacks now, and I will tell you shortly. Okay. Freely, I'm, I'm, freely I'm also, tell me your damage. I'm, I'm also still rolling. I apologize. This was this was a, a big hit for from that when I needed it. So, <laughs> all right. I have, it, I have it momentarily. I apologize. All right. In go fact, ahead. since this is a losing battle, may I uh, instead? employ the dodge tactic and stay aware so that he may not move forward. I am a sentinel, so I can stop a person from moving with my reaction, but my action would be to dodge. May I do that? You may. Absolutely. So Ooh. you are tactically trying to get between the Death Knight and everyone else. Yes. Okay. Especially on this narrow bridge, he cannot advance if I do not yeah. fall. It, it is most definitely a lethal fall if you fall into the ocean. The rocks below will just eviscerate anyone who gets knocked off this cliff at this moment. Very well. Uh, I would like the record to show my halfling luck was very much with me here. <laughs> 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 like, I also rolled uh, fantastically to uh, to get him here. I, I'm, I'm, I'm almost done totaling it up. It's just that uh, the, the, my halfling ancestors want to avenge my friend here. Okay. Excellent. I need everyone 
to make a dexterity saving throw versus 18. Is this happening before I bring Briv back or after? Because... Simultaneously. I will bless everyone. So, oh, what does that give us? It'll give you I'm a d4 asking. to add to it. One, two, three. Yeah, Is bless asking. a reaction? It's a, it's, no, it's an action. Okay. I'm asking, though, because Briv's aura would reactivate after I bring him back. Because it would bring him back to one hit point and he would be conscious again. So right. if he's conscious... Don't we get a... You are bringing him back at that exact moment, um, so everyone gets a bonus. Okay. Uh, uh, it was 48 points of damage on my smite. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> that is what does crazy. this look like when Freely Whoa. commits a smite to a legendary undead death knight like Lord Soth? Usually, you all know he's very cheerful, he's very happy, but when he sees his friend fall, that is all gone. And when he flies against Soth, it is like an electric shower of green and red, like electricity all around him. It just erupts when Freely like leaps into the air, like feet fully off the ground to smash into him. <laughs> Screaming the whole time that I will not do, so I do not deafen you. I need that <laughs> fan art. That is fantastic. <laughs> you can, you are so knowledgeable about uh, fighting you've been trained literally by dragons at this point not only that and the eldritch knights of the feywild and you feel unsettled by the presence of lord soth you have heard legends of this creature and you are currently in a standoff trying to prevent him from moving forward i am not happy to be here but it is what must be done okay at this exact moment you brit brings briv steel marrow not not conscious necessarily, but certainly back to life. The, the, the color reflows re, re into his cheeks and his paladin aura does wave. The, the holy nature of his aura does suddenly kind of, you can feel the cloud of it kind of move over all of you heroes. And you feel like a slight warm protection again emanate from Briv. And you can all sense that he is yeah, again, alive, but still unconscious, technically. Brave, you gotta stop doing this. Who, who failed their dexterity saving throws? So, I, I was really concerned about getting Briv up because I rolled a one. Oof. <laughs> Oof. But right, he's any... alive, so yay! But yeah. Anyone who failed is going to take 35 points of fire damage as Lord Soth reaches up with his free hand, his skeletal hand and a glowing fiery orange magical ball of energy develops in his hand. It seems to be trickling and creating weird sparks from the very fingertips as he throws it at all May of I counterspell that? It is not a spell. Okay. So it cannot be counterspelled. Done. Everyone who failed is going to take 35 points of fire damage as the orb explodes directly in the center of all the heroes. The flames cover and overcome the body of Briv Still Marrow at this exact time, including Orkira. And on top of this, those who failed their saving throw take another 35 points of necrotic damage. Those who saved can have both of those points of damage. 35 and 35. That's right. I react with absorb elements. Okay. I and see that happen. I think that's an excellent idea. I will also do the same. <laughs> oh, I have that prepared. Keen, uh, this is a wise decision. Can I 
hellish the, uh, rebuke. It's 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 unsettling as you both do this. As Keen and Akira both use absorb elements, the fire that kind of erupts from this ball uh, absorbs into your very flesh and your skin and your armor. And whereas this very often feels very protective, there is something unsettling about this fire. This is undead fire that is now absorbed into you, but you can still use it for protection. Why is he after us? Can I hellish rebuke him in response to the fire? Absolutely, <laughs> so and <I'm> like, hilariously <laughs> so. <laughs> Congratulations, right. Freely. You may be the first one to ever hellish rebuke uh, Lord Soth. Come at me! Yes, I'll roll. Oh, no, 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 You're no. all up in him. I'm trying to be. <laughs> Uh, so the only reason Orkara is still standing is because she took half damage from the fire, uh, but she's looking rough. How's Briv looking? How's everybody else looking? Briv is again on his, he, 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 the life in him is fading again, and he is deeply damaged to the core. And Penelope? You just see a shrub on the ground, lifeless. And I cast healing word on Penelope. Okay. Behind you, lower down in the cliff, uh, on, on the cliff's edge, a actual dimension door erupts. Like a thin, glowing, purplish-blue line cuts through the very reality of where you are in the rain and the storm, and then widens into a perfect square. And you can see that as a dimension door that Averin has cast as an we escape route. We need to get them up, and we need to go. No. You you get Penelope, I'm right on top of Brev anyway. And I'll I'll pump a cure wounds into him because he should <clears> still <throat> at least be just need some healing to get him up and then start pulling him towards the, the dimension door. Okay. Um, I, I need to know who's retreating and who is standing in the way of Lord Soth. I will be the last to go. I can cover the greatest distance quickly. Mm. And I can stop him. I'll protect the ones that are hurt. This isn't over. Freely, oh, I, get, uh, I need I need damage from your health fire. Uh, that was nineteen on the hellish rebuke. <laughs> you strike Lord Soth with hellfire. What what does your what 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 does your very specific hellish rebuke look like? <laughs> Believe it or not, it would normally look cheerful. It's almost like this uh, uh, festive green and red, and there's actually sort of like a, a golden tint to it, but it burns just as brightly. All right. Some of the fabric that is actually still tied around um, the Night of the Rose uh, actually briefly catches flame as well as his horse hair top on his hel- helmet. But he seems relatively bemused that such a tiny creature could possibly cause him any damage of any kind. Yeah. And I'm trying to clear out. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm disengaging so he doesn't hit me in the back. But yeah, when, when Kane says go, I go. As you're running down the cliffs, and these are basalt cliffs, so they have this strange, um, almost like oct- like a series of octagons, right, and triangles that form you know, basalt cliffs. And so there's almost natural steps, but it's also very dangerous because rocks crack as you're running down. And as you are running down the cliff, on the sides of the cliff, you see 13 skeletons in similar armor to Lord Soth, climbing up the cliff face, holding their swords, eager to get at you at this exact same moment. Who is dragging Briv? So I pumped a second level cure wounds in him. 
Uh, so he would, he should at least be mobile. So I'd be grabbing him and pushing him. And be like, we're, we're going, we're going. No, I know you want to fight. Come on. We're just going, we're going. You are pushing him and he is up, but his, vla- his veins are black and his eyes are completely opaque as you are moving him forward, at, almost as if he is a zombie towards the dimension door. And you, Akira, and him pass through. Before I pass through, how close are those skeletons? They are very close. Uh, before I pass through, I would have taken a moment. I would have cast Turn Undead. I would have... You can shove Briv through and you can do turn undead. What is the saving throw for the undead for that? It's a wisdom saving throw DC 16 and it's anything within 30 feet. So I'd cast it at a point to try to keep the the path clear for everybody um, as much as possible. And depending on what their CR level is, they might get destroyed or they might be turned. I don't know. You hold up the book of the Phoenix, which is your uh, holy symbol. And as you're casting... Well, not really casting, but as you are exuding influence over the undead and they're climbing over the cliff, there's almost like a green flame wave that kind of moves through you like an aura. And the skeletons at first pause, but slowly push through it despite they're still marching towards the heroes. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to push Brib through and then I'm going to, I'll stay right by the, the door. That probably bothered me a lot but usually i can deal with undead and i see my friends coming so i'm gonna hold the door who has penelope half pint who is unconscious right she, now she should be conscious as well i i put a healing word on her for 10 points okay uh you, yeah penelope half pint you are now awake what are you doing run 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 uh, yeah run running 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 okay penelope half pint runs through the portal Freely, you were running for the portal as well. Alindra, um, what are you doing? I I'm hold running. back. Um, I don't go okay. through it. I'm just at it. Okay, you're at the portal along with Orkara. All right, Alindra, what are you doing? I want to delay him as much as possible, so I will cast Stormsphere emanating from Lord Soth. All right, what's the saving throw on that? Uh, strength, 16. Well, for, for, for an undead creature with a strength of 20, he rolled a 2. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so he's gonna take take some bludgeoning. All right, go ahead and roll your damage for me. Anyone else? What uh, Keen? You are continuing to to stand in his way. And then I also get a spell attack on him. So okay. So he takes six bludgeoning from the thing. The area is difficult terrain, and then I have a Keen Daypreth. Uh, what is your armor class? Uh, while I am dodging, he has disadvantage, and it is. Whatever whatever the new armor class is, I didn't get notes uh, yeah. on it. He got he got a glow up last time. That's right. True, you're wearing some pretty sweet armor. <laughs> so it's a twenty-three to okay. hit. And so then there's an additional So this the sphere of lightning is and thunder. Another fourteen damage. Crackling around this undead knight and is truly horrific as the entire where you were very much trapped in darkness in the storm and on this cliff, and you couldn't necessarily uh, see the difference between the cliff and pure darkness and the ocean below. The entire top of the cliff can be seen from miles away as the storm sphere erupts around Lord Soth, and lightning is just swirling around him and these undead that are climbing up as they take lightning and bludgeoning damage at the same time. They are not unaffected. 
they clearly are taking damage, but they are of a singular singular purpose. King, at this moment, Lord Soth does a very strange movement. He holds up his sword and he slowly tilts his head towards you, almost in a mark of honor, an acknowledgement of another knight. And he locks eyes with you and he swings his long sword, slashing you. Start to spin in the same direction that he is swinging to dis- dissipate some of the speed and power of it. I continue to dodge. You, however, are hit. He, he makes two strikes, and one strike does dig into your flesh. May I have a question? Is his sword a 10 foot reach or five foot as normal? Uh, he closed the gap. Oh, I see what you're saying. Uh, interesting. Okay, go ahead and roll your sentinel attack. Very good. And he will take damage if he ends his turn in the sphere. Okay. As well. Yeah. Armor class 25. Yes, you've absolutely hit. For those at home that don't know, the Sentinel feat is very handy because if anyone enters into your area, you get a reaction and you can uh, get an extra attack on them and also slow them down. The damage mm. is 15 Stop. points from the blade itself. Okay. Which is magical. And from the fire. 12 more points of flame. Okay. Sentinel brings his movement to zero. Okay. And Uh, I take a five foot step back. (laughs) All right, you do so. Uh, You are being closed, all of you are being closed in by skeletons at this exact moment. You have temporarily pinned Lord Soth on the cliff. What is your next action, everyone? Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Let's go. All right, come on, you guys. When everybody but Kane is through, I'll go. But I'll uh, I'll wait to at least see he's coming this way. I snap my head <laughs> and have a glance as I do the spinning maneuver to see if everybody is well in before I look back. Are they all in? Everyone's in. And Soth needs to take damage at the end of his last turn as well. Okay. After I slam my glaive into the top of his knee, poking him, <laughs> stopping his movement, I take the five-foot step back and I snap my glaive into the same position. Another time, Death Knight. And I step back into the winter. Step, And I tackle whoever's in the portal to come with me. I think I would be the last one. <laughs> as, you see, <laughs> as you see Keen, the Aladrin suddenly shift his mood and his very essence to that of winter. The rain that is pounding down on you from the storm as it reaches kind of a uh, I would say about a three-foot sphere around Keen turns to snow as he runs. And everyone jumps through the portal, and the p- portal closes, and the last thing you see are the glowing eyes of Lord Soth, filled with rage. I'm stumbling to Briv, and f- where where is Briv? I've pushed him through, but he looked bad. Briv eyes are still opaque and some kind of unnatural necrosis is is developed in his his very veins and and he seems to be catatonic he did this before what do i need to do to figure out what's going on with him so i know what to do you can roll medicine you can roll arcana and there are a lot of things you can you can roll at this very moment you you are not familiar familiar with this this very specific location you hear the immense sound of ticking, just tick, 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 tick. And as you look around this room, you are in the tower of what can only be the largest 
clock tower you have ever seen with deep dark shadows and candles are lit and massive clock gears and you feel that you are very very high up somewhere but this location is unfamiliar to you uh, just another day in our lives i rolled right. a nat a dirty 20 on the medicine check for Brent. okay he does have not not a disease that you understand or have seen before, but it's some kind of undead disease that somehow Lordsoth has passed on to Briv Steel Marrow and has put him into a catatonic state. All right. I will lesser restoration because that will end a disease. So... Okay. That's what you're doing. Uh, what's everyone else doing at this moment? D divine sense. I'm actually interested to see if Briv registers as evil and secondarily if anything nearby registers as evil. <laughs> uh tell me tell us all about divine sense when it comes to paladins uh divine sense allows me to detect anything affected by the hallow spell or the known location of any celestial fiend or undead within 60 feet of me so it's basically my spider sense for very good things and very bad things you as you cast it you sense no undead you can actually sense the infection inside of briv still marrow at this very moment um and then this is you know almost like divinity itself has been channeled through tiamat itself through lord soth um, causing this very unique divine spell that is interrupting some of our cura's magic there is a disturbance you also sense a very familiar presence that of Avrin. He, he is in the room. You do not sense evil. You do not sense good. But as most times that you have used this spell, Avrin seems off in an unsettling way that you have never felt before unless with him. But still consistent to him, though. Very consistent to him, specifically. Uh, Avrin, we got a problem. Uh, or, or Kira. This is, it's not, it's not poison. It's not a disease. It's, 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 it's what you do with the Phoenix. It's what I do. It's the, it's, it's faith. It's Soth's faith did this to him. Avrin actually runs over and kneels down and, and, and Avrin looks, um, you know, usually very gaunt and, and willowy. Uh, he's seems a bit larger, a bit broader than normal and he actually has his greatsword on his back, and he is armored up in some very strange black twisted armor that almost seems to be sculpted by magic itself. And you've not seen him in this type of suit of armor like this before. He kneels Have down. Have I seen to him in, in armor like this before? You saw this armor sitting once in your home growing up in a okay. room that you snuck into. So it is definitely armor that was once of a paladin. I will just say that even as he's coming over, I gently, reverently move Briv's sword away from him where he can't reach it if he tries to grab for it. Okay. But I uh, realize what the blade means to him, so I am very careful. Even leans in and kind of examines Briv Stilmero's eyes and the opaqueness of them. And uh, there's kind of like... this happened to him. We couldn't save him. Right. But that was that was that was something else. That was nope, nope. We got this, right? Uh, I mean, Avrin, can you take him? We have to stop it. Briv has been cursed, and 
I don't know that he can survive this just like he didn't survive it before. This no. is magic coming directly from Tiamat. No, no, no. Avrin, you can fix anything. You always fix things. I can always fix things, but I know someone else who might be able to do it who? at some cost. Oh, who? Anybody? Yeah, you, you send us all over the plane searching for knickknacks and eyeballs and yo-yos, and now we finally need to help our friend, and now's when you want to soft sell it? Where? Who? <laughs> it's complicated, and you're going it's to It's always complicated. Trust me. Tell us. Uh, he is known as the Living Wish. Oh, wait. Oh. You have to travel to him. Okay, yes. You will have to traverse the endless stair to get to him. And he will find a way. What if we could get there faster? There is no faster way to get to him. I have a gate. It will not get to him. Then we need to go. All right. Wait, who who is he? What 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 stairs? Where is he? I, I mean, I know we're kind of in a hurry, but details are usually good. We don't have time to explain this. I know you want answers, and I apologize for what is about to happen to all of you. What? You have to climb the endless stair. You will find the door. It will be invisible to everyone else, but you, I can cast certain magics upon you so that you can recognize it as you climb. You may see many disturbing things in the endless stair. You must not, I repeat, not engage. You have to keep moving. If you do not, Briv will die, and you yourself will become lost in the endless stair. It is a perilous way to travel between the planes of existence. And I want you to know I never technically lied to any of you. Suspiciously sounds like a goodbye. Right. Well, not really. Um, more of a hello, all things considered. Well, it doesn't sound too hard. All we got to do is climb some stairs. We do that all the time, right, guys? Uh, well, hey, if uh, you're sitting this one out again, can I just ask uh, a little help? I motion towards Penelope, who is injured and freely is actually very badly burned and scarf. I'm like, he's very hurt. He's not acting like it. He's very, hurt. he's very hurt. <laughs> Averin, um, I need our context for everyone who has it. Uh, he begins chanting a spell, not a spell that you've ever necessarily heard before, but it's almost like a massive version of healing word. 26. And as you hear these words, which are almost um, primordial, there's something weird about how he's casting it. You are actually feeling the magic of the weave before you hear the words. Mm. It's like the magic is happening from Avon first, and then the words happen around them. Mm. And as this happens, Freely and Penelope and everyone else who has taken damage, you feel your wounds knit and heal. Um, but there's something disturbing about this magic and it's not like upsetting that it's dark but it, there's something that's always been off about Avon since you've ever known him he's always felt disconnected from the universe and getting healed by him many of you for the very first time is more of that is this in any way similar to what i learned from the dragon it's not dissimilar because dragons are so tied up with the magic of the weave themselves go ahead and roll an arcana check 
Uh, as you observe him casting the spell, Lindra, you may do so as well. And even dirty freely. 20. Yeah, dirty 20. Dirty 20. Wow. I had a dirty 20 also for when I was but, figuring out. Two dirty 20s Four. on Arcana? I'm wow. not just looks, okay? <laughs> it really is 2020. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> there, there it is. Yep. Uh, rolling, rolling 20s. You know, even as he's casting the magic, you, you feel like all the gears are starting to fu- actually move in this enormous clock tower. It is the size of many, many castles. And it seems like an endless, seems like endless corridors of just gears and gears and gears. The magic coming out of him is completely in reverse the way he's casting this. It doesn't completely make sense the way it's happening. It's like you're seeing all of the effects of magic first and then the words and then you see components in his hand. Has this already happened? Yeah, it all happened just now. Have I ever heard of this before? You have not heard of this before, personally. Did I see anything like this in my time as an illithid? Ooh, you were an illithid and you were part of a hive mind. Um, I was. I actually was tapped into that as well. Yeah, I, and yeah. I, I gave I gave her the uh, I gave her the mental dump. Yeah, it's on the tip of your tongue. But what you do know, and there are legends of this, of magic so powerful, magics in you know some realms. You've even heard the word dunamancy, but the magic that is exuding from Avon is very different from that. It is, it's like watching someone trying to like undo something. It's almost like he's out of time himself. And there have been legends of certain entities that are not of the world in a very natural way. So this magic is, though is still magic and can still be counterspelled and 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 works in exactly the same way there there are rumors of beings that are slightly out of sync with the rest of the leave and while it feels disjointed and strange it does not feel evil as such though just in no way does it feel evil um perhaps alien but Mm. not even that really but uh disturbing nonetheless i do just very gently kind of lean against Alindra. And I'm like, do you remember? Do you remember what I showed you when we first met? What I showed you? Yes. Rakira's yes. going to look like walk over to Penelope. She wanted to make sure everybody was going to be okay. And she seems very, uh, she doesn't really care. And I'll be like, hey, how are you doing? Uh, All right. I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm fine. I'm okay. Okay. Yeah. I wish I could have more. It's okay. I look at Averyn. Um, you're working backwards in time. Does that mean our fates are already written? Everyone writes their own fate, Alindra. And, uh, eh, especially mine. There are a lot of things that we had to hide from you, and a lot of things are going to come to light. But I know that you are smart enough to understand that they were done with a reason. Brain and heart are very different. And that's something you've never quite understood. You will have to find a moment for yourself where you have to make a choice between who your family is and who your family is not, just like I did. You don't have a lot of time. Briv will die if you do not move. 
the person that you seek is behind a door. It will, on the endless stair, it will glow and you will sense a presence behind it. It is the one who I made my pact with thousands of years ago as a warlock. And what are we waiting for? Let's go already. Do we have to take Riv with us? Or are we bringing something back? You have to take him with you. He, I, only, he right. will be the only one powerful enough to fix this. When he says that, I touch Briv and I activate the gaze of two minds. So I just share senses with him. I sense what he senses. I'm just interested to see if there's, if there's anything in there at all, basically. <laughs> Briv is in there. It is as if Briv has been forced through the nine hells and come back again in his own mind. So it has shattered his mind um, to a degree. Not that he is in, under mental duress, but it's like uh, the noise is turned up in his brain so loud that he himself cannot think. Hmm. Yeah, we, we need to get him out of there. We, we need to go. All right. Uh, Let's put him on a floating disc, I suppose. That way no one has to carry him. That's good, because I don't know if any of us could carry him for very long. Yeah, yeah. So, which way to the stairs? Where is the stair, Avon? Avon slowly walks over to one of the stone walls in this massive clock tower. And sometimes as he walks over, you almost think you hear a ticking coming from him as well. And this place is suffused with his own magic. And you will under have never been to this place. And if you look out the windows, you see an endless plane. A world you've never seen before that seems almost primordial in nature. And for there to be a clock tower of this size and magnitude Doesn't seems make sense. utterly absurd. This in the distance, no sense. you see skeletons. You see bones on the hills of some things that are humanoid-sized and some things that are ginormous. This like humanoid-formed, but had been just a hundred yards tall, like things that just defy logic and some twisted bodies of monsters. This is almost like a graveyard where things have died. Okay. He walks over to a stone wall as you see kind of all of these things in the distance and he draws a line in chalk on the stone wall and then it, cracks open and light floods out of it as the door opens and you see your first glimpse of the endless stair okay don't talk to anything on the stairs uh, right just go no, till just we see the glowing stay door stay focused stay focused stay focused right. it's you know i just i slept in once and you guys went to the plane of ice cream and milkshakes and chocolate chips and then i come back and it's death nights and briv is yeah okay <laughs> Really, we can always go back. Just, you know, I would really like that. I mean, obviously we got to do this, but then I would, I would really enjoy that. Yeah, me too. I think after <sighs> this, I think after this, you'll deserve it. Okay, all right, time to go to work. And I freely does just walk through. <laughs> okay, Orkira, I need a perception check from you because you have keen eyes. Not Keen's I, eyes, because mm. that would be disturbing. <laughs> I, I do, but I will say at this point, Alindra has a, a much higher passive than mine. So I don't know if that matters in this case, but I will. My I passive will perception checks from Alindra and also Akira, actually. Would be My passive is 21. Wow. Yeah. That's right. You took alertness. 
I just rolled a 21. Wow. Um, I a good bonus. I just, not as good as hers. We came to play, y'all. Yeah. (laughs) These are the bodies of primordials and gods outside the window that you are staring down from as you walk by the stained glass. And there is there is zero evidence of a battle. It is as if these things walked into this world and laid down to pass away. I'm just gonna give Averin a very long look because I know he knows I've got three billion questions and then I'm gonna keep going. But she's not gonna ask anything at this moment. He oh. like he looks at you and he's actually reading your thoughts. Ask me soon. Ask me later. Yeah, let's let's have a later. Let's have a very long later, okay? And she'll you walk in. It won't be so long. And you walk through. Everyone else? How much even, did he heal us for? He did heal us, but for how much? Oh. Oh, full heal. Even as we ascend stairs made of God's long dormant bodies, I watch my friends from my place in winter, and somewhere deep inside, the spring in me will remember that they went to the milkshake place without me. This will not be forgotten. This will not be forgotten. Right? <laughs> uh, does everyone, including Penelope Halfpint, enter the endless stair? Oh, yeah, we're going. The uh, door closes Even behind gives us you. nothing to protect ourselves. Or to get back. Nah, why would he start now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. The door shuts behind you and you see this ridiculously. You look up and the stair goes on forever. It branches in several directions and it goes all the way down. You see door after door after door. Some are wooden, some are stone, some are made of pure ice. Some seem to be made of electricity itself. And even oozing liquids are just purely doors made out of tentacles and eyes as you pass these. As is this you like are... an evil Usher painting? What is this? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's much worse than that. <laughs> and you are passing by people, people who are sleeping on the stairs themselves, who look lost, pale and gaunt, hair thinning, and blankly just staring, who have lost their way while like even before we leave when we still have a, a point of reference from because when the door closes is it still there or is it just stairs once it closes just stairs i get out a length of rope from my pack mm-hmm. and i tie us off to each other <laughs> so that we're all connected i try and get like <laughs> 10 feet between each one yeah and i tie myself right next to briv like he's <laughs> he's stuck to me and Briv is currently floating on, floating on a, disc. A, a tensor's disc. Mm-hmm. Um, Han Solo from Empire Strikes Back style. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have, in fact, altered the deal, yes. Yeah. And then I kind of pet Briv, and I'm like, yeah, so I know you're kind of having a rough day, but you can hear me in there, and I just want you to know that I'm having to save you again. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. <laughs> It just means that Briv is going to pay for us to go back to the plane of ice cream and milkshakes. Focus, yes. everybody, focus. Yeah. focus, 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 focus. All right, okay. let's go. It's, it's, I'm, how, I'm, it's how I I'm deal with nerves. 
I need a wisdom saving throw, throw from everyone. Oh, here it goes. I'm gonna use Griff to keep scouting ahead. In Briv's current state, I don't be too meta. In his current state, do we benefit from his paladin aura or not? You do not. Okay, that is another natural twenty. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, the, the, per, per the rules of the game, uh, everyone who's in Twitch chat at this very moment gets a chance to win a legendary bundle for every natural 20 that we roll in the game. So congratulations <laughs> to whoever wins that raffle and getting all of the D&D books from 5th edition. So. Now I, I, I've reached my 2020 um, uh, quota of pulling it off in one session there. So yeah, I'm going to call BS if you roll another one. Is that <laughs> hey, it well, it's happened before. It, really yes. it is. Have You would not call BS if I rolled a number of ones, but <laughs> uh, that is a uh, 21, by the way. Okay. So you succeed. You feel as you're walking, things do seem kind of like either attractive or interesting or you start feeling almost like depressed about something, you know, almost like how emotion has a memory, you know, like every moment that you've ever been lost in your life, tying to every other moment that you've ever felt lost, um, all kind of connecting. So this may place I, is a weight. May I make a minor, may, would anyone like some help to stay focused on the path? Uh, yeah. Uh, may I basically make winders out of a minor illusion? You cast minor illusion uh, to create blinders. On, uh, you can't, you have to move it. It's not a movable object, uh, minor illusion so much. So yeah, that's too difficult. That's too difficult of a use on minor illusion. Okay. I have to rule. Sorry. Uh, then I feel like can I she take, put it on my page, face. Like and I'm... Pa pages out of my book then or something. Just use something to kind of rig up something that'll help us stay. <laughs> you can, yeah, you can start tying spell, spell pages to people's faces. No, not, not out of my spell book, out of my, out of my log. I okay, feel like well. you put this illusion on Freely's face and he's like, oh, that helps a lot. Of no. <laughs> <laughs> then he takes two steps. Penelope <laughs> like, ah. will take off her Chewinga mask and put it on her face so she stays focused. Okay. What does the Chewinga mask look like? So it's this like white stone mask that has these almost um, like black dots that are connected with lines, like as if it were a giant chewinga. Excellent. Uh, did anyone fail their wisdom saving throw? What was the save? Uh, it was 18. Yeah, I did. Mm. I was 15. Yeah. I am bringing up the back to make sure that none stray from the rope and or the path. And... Unfortunately, with the three that I rolled, oh. I am thinking of milkshakes. <laughs> I appreciate the most easily distracted of all of us is the only one <laughs> who manages to stay on mission. Yeah, Keen, well, what is, what is the, the most lost you have ever felt? I still do not feel that I have seen my friend Averin since his passing at the Tree of Coins. Every time I see him, I cannot believe that that is the one that stands before me because that one was an adventurer along with us. And this thing that keeps appearing to us is a type of ghost. That is on my mind. Okay. Okira, what is, what is the moment that you have felt most lost for yourself and, um, and also maybe a secret that you've kept from yourself? I think the most lost would be a moment that mirrors right now. Cause I think she's probably worried about Briv. She's worried about everything going on. And she remembers the last, one of the last times Briv 
died and she couldn't do anything at the time. She was without a god. And she was without any power. and She was without one of her friends and in a place that she was not comfortable with and was feeling very powerless and unable to help anybody at the time. So she's probably failing miserably to remember that moment of feeling completely unable to help at all. And you almost see visions of that manifest on the stairs themselves. Like you see a dying priv, like an echo or a shadow of that moment before you. And for you, Keen, you as well, you see a shadow, an echo of Aaron there um, before the moment he died long ago. Who else failed their I think throw? only I passed, actually. <laughs> yeah, only and I... Penelope also failed. Yeah, we failed. Okay, when, when, when did you feel most lost, Penelope, or... Is there a secret within you? Mm. Penelope felt most lost when she lost Never Ember, her best friend, the tree. She feels so small and so alone, like she couldn't do anything to stop it. And you see, you see, kind of, you see Never Ember, the tree, actually there, cracked and broken, laying on the stairs itself a length of a full floor of stairs as you guys are walking past. Alindra, what, what is your fear? What, what is your secret? I think that Alindra was still uh, carries the prophecy that the dryad gave her of whatever happens isn't your fault and still doesn't believe it and still thinks it hasn't happened. That there's something worse coming and there is nothing she can do to stop it. You, it's coming for me and my friends, and I can't protect them, and they can't protect everyone else. Before you, you see the dryad itself on the stairs. It is got its back to you, and it is crying, and it's it's wooden, almost wooden, leafy shoulders are are kind of hulked over as it seems to be in desperate, sad pain. What do you do? Please. And I go up to put my hand on its shoulder. It turns immediately towards you and grabs your wrist. Its eyes are midnight black and it just says, You, I see you, last of the daughters of Corallon. He will find you. And you're, you just feel all of your skin just freeze and get cold and you feel this ancient rage and you hear screaming as this bright glowing light like a titan being stabbed by this enormous strange orcish looking god and you realize for a moment it's Grumsh one of the orc gods himself stabbing into Corallon the elven god and blood falling to the ground. And the oh. hand lights go. Oh. Are we all seeing this or are we all only seeing our own? You're all, you're all only seeing your own. Okay. Do I get any idea that they're struggling? Yes. Yeah, they're all. You are the only one holding it together and everyone is slowly kind of like, think they almost seem to be like, getting ready to lay down and their eyes have like a million mile stare 
Uh, <laughs> you guys, uh, stay with me here, okay? Hey, come on. Hey, Briv needs help. You guys, hey, or Kira, or Kira, um, uh, Oh, and I'm like physically like pulling the rope, trying to get them all to come as, up the stairs. As you do so, everyone snaps out of it. Yeah. I'm like, and come you... on. Uh, focus, uh, focus, focus. Uh, stay with me, you guys. Did you see that? Did you see that? It wasn't there. It wasn't there. It wasn't there. We just ignore he's the right... stairs. No, I'm he's sorry. right there. I, he's right there. Now remember, so... he told us to ignore the stairs. Come on. Like I... I reach out, I guess the, the two closest that are tethered to me, I'll call it or Kira and Penelope and like grab and I'm literally like, come on, we walk. Oh, oh no. I will pause to say a prayer and put uh cast bless. Really? Really, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I can't protect you. You've done great. I'm here. We're all here. Everybody's here. It's fine. We're just I'm too small, too small. It's, no, hey, Penelope, yeah, Penelope. Yeah, you're, you're taller than I am. Come on, come on. You are we Penelope the Brave. Okay, focus, focus, focus. You defeated Saranthus. What were you saying before about the power of positive thinking, right? Just the power of positive thinking. Hey, you, okay, focus. You know, hey, if we're going up a staircase this tall. Something good's got to be at the top of it, right? Like they wouldn't, they wouldn't build this whole thing and not have something just awesome up there waiting for us. It's I mean, just... I know you're all snowy, but come on, um, get, can't you do the fire thing? So much better in that armor when you do the fire thing. Come on. There is oh. too much death and loss in this place for fire. We should continue, though, or yeah, winter yeah. will claim us. He is right. Let us continue forward as we must. You continue to move and you see other lost souls uh, sleeping on the stairways, staring, some of them just rhythmically, rhythmically moving backwards and forwards as they are ah. lost in thought. And every time you look at them too long, you feel yourself starting to like be absorbed by that energy. And it takes, it feels like 80 flights of stairs. You are all exhausted from walking you have, you have repeatedly been forced to, to to face other fears and moments and uh and occasionally one of you is the only one that didn't fall into it and knocks each other out so everyone seems to be on watch either it's freely or it's keen or it's alindra or kira or penelope um, thankfully one of you is always capable of like snapping out of it snapping everyone else out of it as friends and you reach a glowing door that isn't shedding any light on the endless stair itself or anything around it, but the light pours on each other only. And it's kind of a greenish golden light. Um, and your faces are bathed in it, but nothing else. You guys, this place keeps like showing us stuff maybe it knows we want this door and that's not the door right maybe he's just like <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's like the, the perfect trap he's like hey there's a way out it's well nice. how can we be sure it's do invisible we all see to it? everyone else do we yeah. all see it yeah you yeah. all see it well there's nobody so, here to see if they don't see it so how do we know but all the other times you didn't you didn't i don't know you didn't see i didn't see what you were thinking about right so if we're all seeing this it must be real that's right? true yeah that's a good point we came for the door at the top of the stairs did we not yes 
Is this the the top of the stairs? It's not the top of the stairs, but it is the door described. There is no top. There is no bottom. Uh, You're his his daughter and you're his best friend. So if he's going to do something terrible, I don't know if he'd do it to you. Maybe you guys should go first. Last, I don't know. This is the one who's the source of his power. Do we we knock? They will probably not be pleased with him. Mm. In the midst of freaking out, Freely does notice Briv still tied right next to him. It was like, all right, okay. Briv would go through the door. Briv would go through the door. <clears throat> Briv would go through the door. And I just push my hands out and try and push on it. You, uh, you open the door. Mm-hmm. And you push through and you feel yourself move through this heavy magical barrier. Um, It weighs you down as if there is more gravity than normal. And you push through and your eyes can't even adjust to the darkness right away. Does anyone else enter? Good news, everyone. It's terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Penelope will enter. I am the daughter of Oblivion. It's time to meet the souls. All right, everyone well, I mean, enters. I can't help anybody else on the stairs. Let's go. I'll follow. I am the last after all the others have passed. You step through. Your eyes almost need time to adjust. And slowly light starts coming back into your irises. And you find yourself in this strange primordial realm. And there is a large green hell. And you see endless rolling hills and cliffs in the distance as well. And there you see bones as well of dead primordials, of dead gods. And Orkira, your connection to the phoenix is gone. I'm grabbing for the book. Is the book still there? Book is still there. But you do not sense the presence of the phoenix. But there is a wellspring of fire inside of you. Like you feel like you have torn a piece of the weave as you step through the portal inside of yourself. And you can feel that you can still cast magic. And it's t- still of the nature of the phoenix. But it is coming from your soul. But, but they're gone. But you cannot sense the presence of the phoenix here. No, not again. And for you, Alindra, you are also partially a cleric of Agma. You cannot sense the presence of Agma. Wait, 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 wait. No, no. Um, there, no, this, this is this is bad. I don't want to. No, I. And wait, she's gonna. Just, no. No, I try to turn around and go back towards. No, no, no. I sink down on the rope. I'm like, no, <laughs> this is where we have to go. Yeah, this is bad. This, I can't. Of course, feel this is all bad. That's why okay, we, we have to save Brave. <laughs> We're here to save Briv, and this is the only way. Okay. My connection with my divinities has always been fairly impersonal. I feel more like they chose me than I chose them, but do I feel any difference? Because of that perspective that you have, that you were chosen, um, you don't feel a difference. It feels like the divinity is coming from within you. I'm like, no, just it's your power. That's a, it's just, a, it's, I, it's, it's fine. I keep telling you this. There's- it was never... These, these are these are bones. These are bones of gods, and and I don't feel the phoenix anymore. I don't I don't know where we are, but they're all dead. I, I, this is bad. Just here, Okira. Just hey. came through a door. It's just here. And and now now. Wait, hey, this do is the second small. time. No, do uh, why do I keep I losing all my gods? 
do something small. And I do like grab her by the shoulder. I'm like, something small, anything, something little. Like, what like, what look, do you mean? Like, what, like what? I, I make a, an illusion of a, a little dancing or Kira, just a minor illusion <laughs> of her like on a bar top dancing. I'm like, something, just show me something. Show me something. Uh, um, I'll, I'll cast a cantrip. I'll, I'll create light. I'll, I'll do a light cantrip in my hands. Light like this, erupts like this. out of your hand. See? See? You got it. You got it. And he does like fist to like kind of <laughs> like, you got it. Not the power. That's the important thing. It's. It's, hey, did the Phoenix get mad at you when you lost her the first time? Uh, it's kind of a long story. <laughs> no, you're right. We need to, we need to, uh, let, let's yeah. do what we need to do. Maybe, maybe I just can't feel them right now. Hey, maybe it'll be hey, okay. The only thing you got to believe in right now is this what's happening right here, okay? Uh, this is the, the that's the problem is this sucks this, where are we going what are we doing just to lay on I'll, they'll be fine it'll be fine it'll be fine nah, she's just fine. gonna be clutching the book to her, to her chest so to be clear you said a green hill and bones but i mean does this feel like a place that is like leagues of distance or like a hill some bones like do we have to go further or are we like at what we're looking for you are at the bottom of a large very extremely large rocky hill and at the very top is this immense almost like white tree with red blossoms at the very top of it and it seems very ancient but extremely healthy at the very top of the tree it's almost like a tree on fire See, you guys wonder no. why I'm so positive because we hated those stairs, but now we'd kill for a staircase. Look at that. See, you never know how good you got it at the time. And when you see these bones, some of them are like large enough for you to like crawl through the rib cages and through the skulls of. That's how large some of these beings were. Then there was no war here. They came here and they appear to have just laid down. No. An elephant graveyard. No. While the others are having these uh, revelations, I go to breathe before we start to make our way to this hill. I whisper to him, you must see this, brother. Soon, you should see this. It is evidence that indeed, gods can die, and only a warrior could appreciate it. I pat him on the shoulder. Soon, brother, soon. And get ready to move. You see a slight smirk <laughs> kind of appear on Briv's face for a moment. I am in winter. That is rigor mortis. I see nothing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, freely, we'll start moving up the hill. But as I do, if there's anything small enough for me to take with me, I take it. Like, I'm especially looking for, like, teeth. Or if there's, like, small, like, knuckle bones. Like, I mean, like, these are relics of gods. They're either I'm going desecration to... Desecration of a gravesite. Oh, we we will make sure that they are properly honored later. They don't seem to be too honored now. Uh, I don't you, break any bones. It's just if I can like pick it up and kind of slide it in my bag. Yes, you find you find some bones. You find teeth that you know uh, a pinky here and there of some of these entities, and some of them even you wonder like, oh, is that them? Is that that god that disappeared long ago and came here to die? This place feels primordial and there, there is lightning in the distance, a distant storm. 
and the thunder just kind of rolls over the hills and yourselves and you feel like this is a place of death but also of life eternal at the same time you are in some different kind of plane of existence try and hit up that's that's a tree should we go talk to the tree maybe it's burning it's burning maybe those are blossoms those are flowers blossoms it's blossoms it's it that's what it is right yes red flowers atop it yep i just see burning i've got to protect it let's go all right, you start climbing up the hill. Um, there's even a few steps that have been made with stone. Um, oh, oh, thank gosh. And God. you slowly climb up this hill and you see further and further how high up this hill is and how massive this world, this planet is. And you get to the top and it is this immense cherry blossom tree impart other types of trees as well ash trees all in one mm-hmm. i approach and the tree and i say i am Alindra alexandria karana hill sabarand daughter of oblivion daughter of avrin we are here for your aid hello with whom are we speaking i am sophias and your father lies below fine do we do we hear that or is that only in her mind you all hear it. I activate my divine sense again. Celestials, fiends, undead. You sense a presence in the hill itself. Uh, it's not the tree, you all. There's something in the hill. You do sense that there's a powerful presence emanating from the tree itself. Is it a separate presence or is it the same one big? It is intertwined. I do explain this to the best of my ability. Does it feel like what we felt when we were down under the tower and there were all the Alithid Averns? Because that also was interwoven. This seems pure and kind and loving and mischievous. I would like you all to meet my parents. Excuse me? Huh? Sophius is my mother. Averin is my father. Okay. Your mother's a tree? Like, I have several additional questions now. That are... Yeah, but your, your mom's nice. So your mom will help with this, right? I hope so. Okay. I mean, I, I, I don't mean to be rude, tree mom, but th- what? Like, we were supposed to come and talk to somebody else that was like the center of everything. Like, that's this? Y- you? Down below. He's waiting. He's always been waiting. I gently take Alindra's hand and I put it on Briv's shoulder and I just kind of try and get out of the way. You see a tunnel into the hill itself rimmed with stone bricks that enters into the bottom of of the tree roots. So who's down there? If that's your mom. My father. Okay. Wait, if he could have just teleported into the hill, why did he make us go up this whole stair? What was that whole thing? If we could have just come straight here, if he's already here. He, it's difficult to explain. Isn't it all? He's there and here. Both. Well, I don't. Probably many other places as well. I don't detect anything evil, so, you know. And I start, hit, <laughs> start heading into the cave. <laughs> You you enter the cave and you are like 
he feels suffused with magic itself. Like the weave here is tied up in the way that a planet has gravity. And then you feel like the weave here is very deep and very dense as you are traveling through and you see roots everywhere in the hill. Uh, I mean, in the, uh, the tunnel and they move out of your way as you guys are journeying, journeying through here. And it's almost bioluminescent and you enter into a large corridor. Penelope, can you talk to the tree? Uh, I thought we just did. Well, I mean, like the tree talked to her, but can you talk to the tree? Uh, I mean, are we down down below now, or are we still up with the tree? You are roots. down below, but we see its roots, right? Yes. Oh. Um, Alindra, can I talk to your beautiful mother tree? Yes. I'll reach out a hand and touch the root, a root. Hello. Hello. I guess I can. <laughs> it's I nice guess you can too. It's nice to finally meet you, Penelope Halfpint. Well, thank you. It's very nice to meet you too. Thanks you for your help when better. things got rough. Mm. We will always be here. Do you move forward? Mm-hmm. Yes, we have to help Riv. You enter into a large corridor or under the heart of the tree where all of the roots are centered. And there you find a lich, a skeleton, with the roots intertwined around its rib cage and its arms, almost like the roots itself have completely suffused with the skeleton of this lich. Its eyes... Just portals of pure darkness. And it is not just, it's not desiccated. It's almost like preserved, and you sense no evil. You've you've encountered liches and undead before, and there is usually a wave of cold that comes from them, and you are not sensing this from this lich at all. And it is very clearly Averin who is staring back at you. I still draw my sword. I don't like fly at it like I usually do. <laughs> but I'm like, I don't sense evil coming off of it, but you really? guys see what I see, right? He really, is, put your blade away. He is an intertwined in the very heart of the tree. The tree and his skeleton are the same. You okay? Yes, Penelope, I'm fine. I'm fine. How are you? <laughs> I'm a little confused, but I'm good. I don't think that would be be unexpected. And for a very long time, I was confused as well. I understand that Briv has been brought here because he is ill, because of another god. And you can fix him? There is a place I can send him that will help fix him in time. Wait, you are your warlock patron? Like, I knew you were like a narcissist, man, but like, really? Yes. No, he's, he's not. She is. You're dealing with this like very well. Had you like, what? Yeah, I thought you said 
I mean, Averin said that if we came here, you could fix them. But now you're saying that we have to go somewhere else or we have to send them somewhere else to fix them. Like what's going on? Averin lowers from the actual roots. The roots almost are like um, strings on him as he lowers and begins to walk towards you. I actually take a step towards him. Like, I don't attack him, but I'm still like, <laughs> I don't know what this is type thing. Like, like. I am not real. I was never real. What? I as a probability. Well, that, then how is Alindra real? This is hard to understand. Yeah. But a long time, a long time ago, there are many, there are many ways a timeline can progress. There are many realities. There are many probabilities. There is the potential of many things to happen in the universe. And one of those potentials was a boy named Averin. And another part of that potential was that boy, Averin, who did not exist, who was only a potential, would cast a spell called Wish. And he would wish that he was real. I am not like you. I am a living spell. Freely lowers his sword, but by no means sheaths it. I'm gonna look over to Lindra. I'm gonna say, so this is this is why you see all the outcomes of everything. Yes. Because I'm part of them. I was never a child. I never had parents. I am a closed loop. I am a book that wrote his own author. Does that make sense? Not even a little bit. <laughs> why, why you gotta be undead? I thought I, I thought I told you the last time that you look so much better when you're not undead. Because I found her, he looks up, and I will not spend the rest of my existence without her. So now we are in one. I'm just gonna look back over to Lindra and go, I, I, all right, um, what? This is kind of your place, I guess. What would we do? Where do we need to go to heal Briv? Then I need to send you very, very far away to a place perhaps equally confusing at first. First, what is this place? It's this is where gods could fear to tread. This is where gods go to die. Gods have no power here. Why would they choose to come here? Because, like everyone, people grow old. They grow tired. And their time comes. And so they go to a place where they can age. Where they can experience life without immortality. And sometimes, people trick them into coming here. So that they can dispatch a god. And this is where Sophias and I will live on forever in this place. Freely, very much like tugs on Keen's cape. <laughs> and was like, I never met the real Averin. Is that him? Uh, I think you muted, TJ. Powerful no. si silence spell has been cast upon Keen. <laughs> <laughs> Ask a question, silence! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now you better understand how I feel. I am never talking to the one friend that I lost in that place. So I do not speak. I simply stand back and watch and hope that this one can help breathe. Keen, I have always been your friend and you met me when I was very, very young. I'm just different. 
this is a different time. This is a different place. But I will always plant a, a money tree for you. Mm-hmm. And, and you no- have your seasons. You change. Also, to be completely honest, I may have actually lied about that specific point and felt horribly guilty and then put my own gold in the hole because you were so, you just completely believed my trick. So I felt tremendous guilt. And I I am literally thousands upon thousands epochs years old and I still feel guilty about that moment. So yes, I am your friend, Keen. I told you that was oddly specific. That bird was waiting right then with that coin. (laughs) You see what I mean, little one. (laughs) <laughs> well, I actually, I finally put the sword away and I extend a hand to the lich and I say, nice to finally meet you, Averin. He wraps his bony hands around your hand. <laughs> that's, a thing, that's a thing that happened today, but okay. Nice to meet you. That squeaks you out and collecting finger bones and teeth doesn't. Those are dead gods. This is an undying person that thinks he is one. <laughs> oh, I'm not really a god. I'm a little bit out of the nor- normal order of things. It's easier to say you're a demigod, and it's a lot easier to avoid fights if you do. Uh, well, okay. Uh, our friend Alindra's half lich, half tree. We're somewhere out of time where gods go to die, and our buddy's still poisoned. So, all right. Well, what's next? Yeah, where are we going? Sure. All right. Right. Well, Freely appears to be having a meltdown. I feel like I'm having a very appropriate difficulty, like, you know, cogneticizing all of this. At least you're trying. <laughs> you're doing better than I am. Yeah. Uh, wait a minute. Did you take the phoenix from her? You give her back the phoenix. This is my world, and I cannot do that. Gods cannot influence this plane of existence. Those are the rules. The minute you leave, uh, uh, yeah, she will be fine. Okay. Especially considering who she worships. Okay, so it's not that suddenly um, the phoenix is dead or anything. It's just that I just I'm just having a hard time talking to it, right? Or Kara, the magic has always been within you, not them. But yes, you will be able to talk to the phoenix when you yeah, return. Yeah. The, the important thing is the friendship, not the not the magic. It's the person. It's the it's the, uh, okay. He puts, a, he puts his skeletal hand on your shoulder. Or Kara, you have this. Yes. You I, are I, strong enough to get through this. Nothing like losing a second god in a the lifetime, you know? That was, mm. Where are we going? What are we doing? Can we do that quick? Mm. I am going to send you to the world of Exendria. Where? What is Exendria? Never heard of it. It is another world, and you will find solutions. And I suspect the moment that Briv crosses over, and you actually look over at Briv, and he is healing at this very moment. Like, his skin is starting to, like, the spell from Tiamat and from Tikesis seems to be lessening in him, and he's already recovering. But I share, I share senses again, just to feel if what's, hap- what's happening internally is improving. Yes, his mind is much more clear. Like, he is getting over it. Whatever divine power cursed him, is leaving his body at this very moment. Uh, Aaron speaks up again and he's like, this world needs your help. And very specifically, the place in that world, north of Wildmount, needs your help. What is Wildmount and what is north of Wildmount? It is a continent and I am sending you to the Isles of Oblivion. Wait, like straight to them or like four days travel to them? 
and like Oblivion, nothing, nothing, or like daughter of. Wait, what are we going to do there? Oblivion, like um, their existence is complicated, just like my existence is complicated. I am the Revenant Oblivion. I am the last living wish. And this place is not entirely unlike me, though I am not from there. That's why I know it exists. And this is a very difficult road to get to Exandria. But this is the path to get there. What do we got to do when we get there? You will find out. And if I told you, I think you know what I'm about to say. Well, are we going to have that conversation again? Because I'll have it again. But uh, Freely is annoyed because I'm talking. So no, I understand no, that no, no. It's because he just he will never tell us. He's always like, no, do this important thing. But also, I'm not going to tell you the room's going to explode. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, no. You're absolutely right. But sometimes it's just worth it to be able to say, I "Told you so." Later. Well, to be very clear, and you, the skeleton is like talking to you. That's wrapped <laughs> in roots and stuff, and is like pacing around the room. To be fair, if I told you a room was going to explode, and you, you wouldn't go in. And then, then all these other Try wonderful it. things that might not happen. All right. No, we're yeah. still here. Yeah, no, we're yeah, still Brent's alive. about to come back, and you, yeah. you, you can't say that anymore. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. I do have another question. If you cannot tell us that, Briv was felled by a dark knight named Soth. Yes, I am aware of Soth. Why is he after us? Well, it didn't really help that um, Orkira and all of you, and you also removed. Uh, a champion of hers from the universe by severing his jaw completely off and then stabbing him with it. That was pretty high up on the list. And so at that point, that was like really metal. Uh, Tiamat decided to send, well, basically uh, her number one guy instead of her number 35 guy to go take care of you. Uh, that is why Lord Soth has been resurrected yet again. Is there a way for us to get him here so we can put him away and have it just be like, there is? I don't think that's the current agenda right now. No, yeah, Briv, no, Briv, Briv. But believe me, when he wakes up, the first question he's gonna ask is how do we take that guy out? Actually, the first question he's gonna ask is why didn't we kill him in the first place? Like, sure. why, why didn't we- Finish him when he was yeah. there, yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> if he comes back, we can banish him. Do you, Alindra, need a moment? Because this is a lot. And, and I'm sorry, tree lady, I didn't mean to ignore you. I just, like, a lot is happening. And um, Oh, Freely, that's totally fine. I understand that you're a bit overwhelmed right now. And a root kind of comes down and creepily just pats you on the shoulder, trying to be comforting, but very, like, kind of gothic and creepy. Like, this moment of this kind of almost skeletal root hand is like, it's going to be okay. He looks just as freaked out as he did as when he shook the lich's hand, but he's like, no, no, thanks. No, I appreciate it. Hey, um, I'm going to just right over there so you guys can just kind of... <laughs> and I'm kind of unknot the rope. <laughs> and I do like hashtag act natural just walk back outside. Are we giving them a minute? All right. I think, yeah, I need a minute. So I figure maybe she needs a minute. And I just. A, a root also comes down and touches Penelope half pint. Penelope, you did your best. I am a dryad. I would know. <sighs> Thank you. That means the world. I'm so glad. You have done so well and you have been through so much. And you have also put up with my husband for a very long time. And I also appreciate that. It's not always the easiest thing. 
worth it. All right, Lendra, what do you do? I'd like to find something here that I can take with me to add to my homestone. Uh, because the tribe that I lived with, uh, Clan Monkey Mouse, believes that if you take a piece of your home with you, you will always have your home with you. That home is a concept, not a specific place. So I want to find something to take with me as a token of my home here. The dirt itself, it nourishes not only Avon, but also Sophia's. And they're nourishing each other. The the dirt, small vial, which I could put on a the necklace where I have the Avon coin and as you put it on it actually glows I tuck it inside my my armor I'm very sorry but I could never tell you because you knowing would be a threat and I have to say I did find it very funny that you well let's face it had such a uh, tendency to cast the spell wish considering that your own father is a wish spell so um I should have known. But if everyone else knew what I was and then knew who you were, they would come for you. Well, they still came for me, and they continue to. Well, it's a long game, not a short game. So, what if this carries through our bloodline? Your bloodline is unique, and that's a conversation for another day. And Avon himself wasn't necessarily aware of all the of everything that happened. I made a pact with myself in the past to give him power so that he could survive. That is why I am the patron of myself. Myself in the past need to survive and he needed magic. So I reached out to him from the future to lend him our own magic. We are a closed loop. And that's why things have been this way and why I've been so confusing and why I've been so frustrating for all of you. And I am very deeply sorry for all of that. But at the same time, it's kind of fun. Can you help us? I am. And more importantly, you need to help others. I will will open a gate to Exandria. And you have to step through. What do we need to know about Exandria? It is... (laughs) You will be going to a continent very soon on the very brink of war. It is not unlike many other worlds, but has many different rules. And gods are not welcome there. Be careful. Be mindful. And have a good time. I've always enjoyed it. I am actually there right now. In a manner of speaking. Can we call upon you there? Yes, absolutely. Because I'm already there. Understand? I do. Okay. And he speaks up. All right, everyone, everyone ready to go to Alexandria? During this entire time, <laughs> I have, because I see Briv getting better, and especially because I see Penelope snap out of her, her own winter, especially playing with the root, and especially because I've never seen Freely freak out before because of touchiness, I have entered my spring. You are welcome. So, that said, I, while they are talking, have been dropping coins, seven coins, one at a time, into the dirt, and burying it with my foot. I am very clever, and I continue to drop coins in a half circle around him while he does not see it, 
and I bury each one. Little does he know that they will grow all around him and leave him with little coin roots and little coin flowers. I am very clever. It is an inside joke. He will get it when he finally discovers it. <laughs> you, are you doing this to Freely or Avrin? Avrin, <laughs> of course. All around the root-sitting place, he has seven coins buried in the dirt around him. He thinks they do not grow, but I know better. He walks up this the skeleton, kind of like a skeleton form of Avrin walks up, and, and the roots again continue to move with him, and he walks up to you very specifically, Keen. I am whistling because I am very clever and he did not see it. Uh, for those who are observing this, Aaron is pretending not to notice <laughs> that, 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 that Keen has done this. He's like, oh, oh my. Much like, 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 you know, when a mom is like, oh, I don't know where, you, where my child is in. <laughs> um, and so Aaron is very much playing the fool and he, he, he walks up to Keen and rests his little skeleton hand on Keen's shoulder. You have always been a good friend from day one. And you're, um, I wouldn't call it innocence, and I wouldn't call you naive, but your wonder at the world brightened my soul from day one. You are a true and steadfast friend. And though you will never be poor and never want for wealth, I give you this pine cone and he hands you this a pine cone that seems to be glittering and glowing when you find a place that you would like to spend some time for a great deal of time i would plant that pine cone and see what comes of it i think you will find yourself to be very wealthy indeed and i think that no plants that you do not expect will grow around your beautiful home here I thank you. And I miss you with skin, my friend. Categorically insane. That would be the strangest thing, that actually, yeah. That would be strange. I hope that we can walk on the same path again someday. Oh, we will. Don't worry. Very soon. I will be a different version of myself, though. I will be younger. So I, I, I might not even be aware of this conversation. I probably will probably not tell myself. I don't know. You may have to fill him in. It gets a bit complicated for even me. It's exhausting. We're kind of used to it. Yeah, I know you are, Kara. You've been through the ringer, haven't you? Are, are we going now? I'd like to... Yeah. So if, if you it look, know... It, look, it appears that our Kara is jonesing for the Phoenix pretty bad there, so... If you know what happened there, because you've been through it, can you tell us anything that will aid us? I can't. Uh, time is very complicated, and if I do, th the wrong things will happen. I am seeing the chessboard from a much larger perspective at this point in time. And if I tell you the wrong thing at the wrong time and you react the wrong way, then things will happen out of order and then it becomes a mess. And I will not do anything that will jeopardize my existence with Sophia's. I would watch or rather watch the multiverse burn to a cinder. So I am trying to make sure that thing everyone survives at the same time, including ourselves. And that is why I cannot tell you everything that's going to be happening. And if I did, honestly, life would be very boring. Does that answer that? Yes. No one wants to know the future. Trust me. All right. Are we ready to go? While Freely is outside very much frantically pacing, trying to figure out how a lich in a tree produce a high elf. 
Uh, <laughs> You're having looking, that moment with all of the the math. Yeah, no, they're like ca- ca- yeah, the calculations are going, but yeah. they're all in crayon, and Listen then they get erased fr- and then, freely when a lich and a dryad love each other very uh, much. Dad, come on! They reach into the weave and a multiple time streams. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I am looking around. I'm looking to see if I see any writing or any objects or anything that's been left behind. I got a 22 on my perception. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you find, ooh, really, what is the weapon that you love most in all the world? Penelope. (laughs) Penelope, but I lost her. No, Penelope was hanging over my bed at at home. That that was amazing. The short short sword is my, uh, my weapon of choice. You see, not very far from you, an ancient jewel-encrusted short sword of a very um, and you're not aware of the realm of Ysgard make. This thing is ancient and almost looks Viking and has a great deal of giant runes on it as well. And it just kind of shimmers and calls to you. It feels right to you. As I walk towards it, I message back towards the cave. I'm like, Penelope, I'm going to touch a thing. So if something terrible happens, avenge me. And then I reach out and pick it up. (laughs) Your eyes roll up immediately and you're unconscious on the ground. (laughs) And then walking into the cave is freely holding a sword. His eyes completely blink as if he's not there. And then you snap out of it freely. And you're holding the short sword and you're inside the cave. Really? Are you all right? Where'd you get that? So either this is a god blade or a god killing blade, and either of those things are good. Suddenly this day is in the uh, net positive. I'm, yeah, okay, all right, yeah. I mean, I was looking for like words and stuff because I know Alindra's into like that, and I found this. So, yay! I'm going to look over at Averin and just point to the sword and cock my head in a question. Oh, right. Well, that's a very powerful sword. It was once the property of God, and it's also sentient. So uh, do keep an eye on Freely. He may have a bit trouble there. No, I and, agree. Um, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just, Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah that's a sign. Um, hmm? Talking oh. to weapons is always a thingy. Um, anyways, just keep your eye on Freely in general. And uh, let's see. Other advice. I think it's a good time to go. I feel like we're kind of... Yeah, yeah. You feel it? I feel like we've wrapped up here. And also, I may be ageless and timeless and... You know, quite possibly don't even exist, but I do. I'm not incapable of boredom myself. Um, I always like having company, but for not too long. So um, if I can hand you your hats or helmets or whatever you are wearing, it's time to go on an adventure. You are going to help many people. Yay! So I was waiting for you too. <laughs> really? Mm. Adventure look- time. Yes, I am prepared. Let Everyone us go. snaps his bony fingers. Snap, 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 snap. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, I'm ready. I'm ready. With, Let's go. Uh, are you with us, Freely? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Let's do it. Time to go to work. Let's go. Oh, I'm sure nothing bad will happen with this one. Okay. Well, <laughs> nothing ever does. Uh, and in the center of the room, a swirling sphere of energy just cycles around and around and around, and it almost seems like a myriad of colors. And Avon yells, the place you're going is also very complex, (laughs) 
and also very suffused with magic. So be very, very careful. It will take you time to leave. Do you understand? No. Well, par for the course. Well, all right. Well, everyone, great seeing you. Particularly wonderful to see Keen. And of course, you know, my daughter. Always happy <laughs> to see you. But right. to be fair, I am seeing you um, in about 5,000 different different times at the same time at this very moment. Right before Freely steps through, I turn and I message Averin. Like, I don't look. I just point it to, to send the spell without looking at him. And I'm like, so I know you're her dad and King's friend. And you're standing here. But that's all, that's all technically true. Right. <laughs> I'm still not too sure about you, man. And if you hurt or betray them, I'm still going to kill whichever Averin's in front of me. Well, that's fine. That's <laughs> completely understandable. And that's, that's up to you. And then uh, I, pa- I pass through the portal. All right. <laughs> before he <laughs> yeah. grabs you right before you go through the portal on, mm-hmm. on the back and pulls mm-hmm. you back and just slowly whispers with his litchy teeth. <laughs> and if you hurt her or anyone I love, They'll even, they'll never know you even existed. Good luck. Bye, buddy. And he pats Spoil- you on the back. Spoilers, the I give him my halfling. I can't I see anything anymore. It's gone. And then I go through. That's true. All right. that's, that is ancient halfling magic censorship. <laughs> Freely passes through the portal. Or here Anyone we'll else? Go over and is Briv like half conscious, mobile at all, or is he like what's what's going on with him? Uh, he's not mobile. He's still on the disc, but yeah, he is in full health now. The, the disease has been removed, and he shall wake up soon. I think Orkira is going to assume that the the disc is might not be able to go through. Also, she's going to help him up and like pull him through the portal. And under her breath, she'll be like, "Come on, uh, let's get you back. Uh, let's get the Phoenix back. Let's just get all all of my friends back. Come on, come on, come on." And she'll. Walk us all through. Okay. Okay. Passes through the portal. Penelope Half Pint, what do you do? Penelope takes one more look at the beautiful roots and tree and just. <sighs> I don't think I'll ever see a more beautiful tree. Oh, Terry, that's very, very kind. I have a gift for you. And a root grows out and then separates itself from the tree itself. And there is a staff, a white wooden staff. And you can feel the magic emanating from it. Thank you. (laughs) And you can almost feel feel the tree kind of laugh. (laughs) And I'll go through the portal. And I'll be half pint. I would wish you luck, but I know that you are not going to need it. You are a good friend. And you pass through the portal. All right, Keen, uh, are you next to go through the portal? Um, I am stepping halfway in and halfway out, waiting for all of them, except perhaps for the lower keeper, for she will have the longest goodbye, and I will give them their privacy when the time comes. I am waiting. Uh, yeah, Ankara has gone through, Penelope has gone through, Freely has gone through, so now it is only the lower keeper known as Lindris Arbor and daughter of Oblivion. Very well, brother. And Tree, thank you. I hope you get to visit the Feywild. You would like it there. I will see you on the other side, Lawkeeper. And I will see you on the other side, King. Very well. 
Oh, oh so by the way, practice on your form with the glaive. <laughs> How dare you? How dare <laughs> <laughs> It's like, first of all, I... <laughs> Just kind of like, push. <laughs> well, daughter, uh, it's time. And it's always time, technically. I suppose it is. Yeah, are you ready? Never. And always. That's good. Also, be careful with Wish. You might end up with one of me. Good luck. I've learned the hard way. I'll see you there. So did I. You will save a great many lives. And I am proud of you. Good luck. And I walk right through. And you walk through the portal. And you just see a tunnel of light as you all, you feel, you, you, you look at each other and you're all in the same ball of energy and light and, and you look over at Freely and Freely like grows old. He's almost like 90 years old and has a long wizened beard all the way down to his shoes. And then the beard shrinks all the way back into his face again and his hair becomes multicolored all over again and then he shrinks into a baby and this is happening to all of you you see orkara you know grow old again and then turn into a little tiny dragonborn egg and then grow back up again over and over again and it is very upsetting as you see each other kind of shrink and change and morph through time and there was this immense cracker cracking shuddering noise and you appear you are on the side of an ocean Around you are large blocks of ice here and there, almost immense spires of ice left over from a massive glacier that once long ago melted, but still these, these pieces of ice subsist. It's very chilly. Uh, the rocks are like softly, um, soft black pebbles everywhere, rocks that have just tumbled and tumbled and tumbled and become soft over time. And you see this shimmering barrier, and in the distance, you see an entire continent before you, beyond the shimmering barrier. And around you are several islands, all in a chain. And you can see the lights of a town in the distance. And high above you is a cliff. And on top of this cliff is something horrifying and dark. You sense it crawling up the cliff and regarding all of you. And you hear this, this very upsetting hiss and you are filled uh, with terror. This shadowy, almost dragon-like thing screams at you as it regards you. It's wings unfolding as it, peers at its prey it seems to be made out of pure shadow and gloom itself you see your first gloom stalker it jumps off the cliff and sails directly towards you and that's our adventure everyone thank you so much for watching beyond heroes and thank you for watching our first few steps 
into the world of Exendria and also Wildmount. Uh, I am joined by an amazing cast, as always, Orkira Eldrex being played by Lauren Urban and also having existential crisis this episode. Alinda Sarbrant not having any less of an existential <laughs> crisis as well, um, played by Jen Kretschmer. Uh, Keen being played by TJ Storm, who is always amazing as always as is everyone penelope half time played by uh hope lavelle whose names i always confuse with each <laughs> other because they're both amazingly positive and wonderful people uh freely being played by b dave walters and uh me i am your humble uh dungeon master todd kenrick and uh i think that's about it did i miss anyone did i miss anybody the the spirit of briv and also brought to you by the spirit of briv who could we'll not hopefully be, be back with us next week. Hopefully. Who not be uh, with us today? Well, Brought to you by the spirit of Can I ask a quick question? Hope, where did you get your shirt? Yeah, it's where so, is that? I want that so bad. It is yeah. so cool. It says uh, on Teespring from Megan Kendrick. I don't know her. I don't know what the, what is it called? Does it Anybody have a name? The Rolling Twenties? The Rolling Twenties shirt. Look it up on Teespring. Speaking or if you can't find that one. Been, but uh, what's this? Oh, Tosa oh, Coiny Warlock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, new swag. All right, new uniforms. Got there it. you go. I didn't. I did not. I want to say right now to my bosses, what I did not put them up to this. <laughs> I had nothing to do with this. I like the t-shirts. <laughs> I Thank need you. t-shirts. We're giving Bardic inspiration you, for t-shirts. <laughs> yes, there it is. <laughs> yeah. The uh, yeah, the, the 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 brand is is Dungeon Life, and we yeah. Dungeon Life. Also, Dungeon Please. Life, which is uh, run by my wife. Uh, so anyways yes it's amazing who is, he is, who is also too, sophia's yes he is far too humble yes they, and also i expected her to say something to sophia's i really did but yes check out the shirts they're incredible he did not say he would not say so we say on his behalf because he's a life? bundle of humility Dungeon life. I, I, I know at one point i'm gonna be wearing the cleric one because you know what i've spent the last couple of weeks begging for diamonds and so yeah i'm gonna wear the <laughs> toss a diamond to your cleric, cleric. Diamond to your cleric. <laughs> yep all right. Well, now I am going to be quiet and uh, <laughs> and not blush. Uh, thank you. Uh, thank you also for being wonderful friends, and thank you for being on this journey. And I hope if we got any critters in the audience today, uh, we are going to have a very interesting journey toward the hey, world of Alexandria. Thank you so much for watching. Beyond Heroes features Todd Kenrick as Dungeon Master, with players T.J. Storm, Hope Lavelle, Jen Kretschmer. B. Dave Walters, Lauren Urban, and Adam Bradford. It's produced in association with D&D Beyond. Our live producer is Adam Bradford. Our video producer is William Box. Our podcast producer is Lauren Urban. And the story is by Todd Kenrick. This podcast is pulled from our live stream show, which airs Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific on twitch.tv slash dndbeyond. And you can find out more at dndbeyond.com. 